Hello, and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach and the proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach now in its ninth year and five-time winner of Best of Gwinnett Award in Endocrinology, Diabetes, and Metabolism Practices. Rachel, Sherry, and I invite you to visit WholeFoodHealthCoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. Our award-winning three-phase program is changing lives. Work Well is brought to you weekly and is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I share my research, my opinion, and my faith designed to bring you compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support on your wellness journey. Work Well comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. From living rooms to boardrooms here on Business Radio X, you're listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. All right, let's do this. I like to start with a little funny. Today it's a very little funny, but here we go. At checkout counter, the bag boy asks, paper or plastic? Customer says, I don't care. You pick one, bag boy. I can't. Customer, why not, bag boy? Because baggers can't be choosers. (laughs) All right. I hope that at least made you smile today. It made me smile when I heard it and read it. So if you've been listening to our podcast, then you know that every week I seek to offer you inspiration and information as well. And I encourage you to challenge something, change something, improve something, let go of something, pick up something, start something, restart something. And I'm here to help you do all those things. So from January, we started with new beginnings. And in February, we went into heart health. In March, we did a marvelous marriage marathon month and in April, spring cleaning. May, we talked women's health. Men's health was June. July, we went into aging gracefully as I turned 65 gracefully. In August, we went to back to school and uh, personal development. And in September, fall forward. So happy fall. And um, we're continuing our theme of self-care. So and um, we started with Go to Work Well and then Self-Care Superpowers with Jennifer Wilmoth, the founder of Thrive Forward Therapy. Last week, we talked Find Your Fit. And today, Don't Worry, Be Happy. We have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> All right. So self-care continues to be the topic this month, and um, and we are just all about happiness today. So hopefully you uh, take a look and love the little photos that I provide for you, because in my world of creativity, I try to make my photo match whatever it is that I'm going to be talking about. So today, um, we're really talking about happiness, and I'm going to help you take your happy pill today. So um, hang in there. And thank you, Bobby McFerrin, for uh, that catchy tune and the lyrics to help me make my point today. One of the um, lines is that you just heard is, in every life we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double. So the definition of worry is to give way to anxiety or unease, to allow one's 
mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. And that's something that we can control. It's using words like give way or allow. Um, Those things are in my choice. And nope, not today, worry. I'm the CEO of my life. I can hire, fire, promote accordingly. So what needs to be fired in your life today? I'm talking about some things I'm firing in my life today. What needs to be promoted? Obviously, I can choose. So worry, you're fired. Joy, you're hired. Worry, you don't serve me well at all, so you're fired. Don't let uh, the door hit you on the behind is what I used to um, hear in my younger years. Don't let the door hit you in the behind as you go out the door. But I plan to promote gratitude and peace and self-confidence today. I'm learning to say no to what is not serving me so that I can say a big fat yes to what's going to serve me best. And if it sounds like I'm talking to myself today, it's because I am. Uh, Maybe you need to do this as well. But this is my plan for me today is to kind of lift my spirits and not worry, but be happy. So worry is like ignoring a beautiful day today because it might rain tomorrow. And we have the choice to break the patterns in our lives that aren't serving us. So that's what we're doing today. And working on ourselves is what it's all about. So um, that's worthy work. It is hard work, but it is worthy work. And part of the self-care that we've been talking about is knowing where to draw the lines and knowing where to place the boundaries and what battles to fight. So fight the whatevers or the what-ifs or those fears and the buts, those big buts, doubt, regret, shame, and guilt. You're fired too. So the next line in Bobby's song. Because when you're worried, your face will frown. That will bring everybody down. So don't worry. Be happy. So did you know that it takes three positives to replace even one negative? So avoid the negatives and at least be willing to replace those negatives. Don't collect them. I think there are some people that collect them like they're valuable in some way. Some people collect negatives and uh, those things. Um, And they even become dealers and try to distribute them. So don't be a collector and don't be a dealer. You don't need um, those things in your life. So just fire them. So who are you going to fire today? And I'm not saying, you know, you CEOs and you business owners, please don't fire anybody today. We're talking about things in our life that we need to fire because we've been serving them. And, um, you know, you're the CEO of your own life. So don't resign from the position. Hang in there. And here's the rub, though, the degree um, that I heard anyway, to the degree that a person can grow is in direct proportion to the amount of truth they can accept about themselves without running away. Now, that's a tough one because um, we're really talking about our own self, our own ability to be the CEO of the things that we want to worry about or be happy. And um, that's what we're doing today. So we're firing some of those things that haven't been serving us well. And we really have to take responsibility for some of those things. So without running away, we have to face them and rise to the challenge. And, um, you know, so you're being promoted today by me. Remember in school, you know, where we say, you ain't the boss of me, Um, though maybe I was the only one that said that, but this is your moment, it's your stage, and the next part of Bobby's song goes so far as to say, 
give you my phone number. When you worry, call me. I make you happy. Well, me too. Um, it's what I do. I show up for you. I care. My clients have my cell number. They actually can call or text or email or even knock on my door, which happens sometimes. And um, so when you worry, call your health coach. We can help you to find your happy. And like just like last week when we helped you to find your fit, you can find your happy. And I love uh, the Bible. The Bible says in Proverbs 12, 25, worry weighs a person down, and encouraging word cheers a person up. So I try to bring you some cheery news, some good news, some happy news. That's what I'm all about. That's why I spend so many hours writing and creating and podcasting. It's to cheer you up, to lift your spirits, to remind you of what's really important in life. And most importantly, I'm here to remind you that you can choose to be happy. So get happy. Let's talk about laughter because laughter actually reduces stress. No joke. Um, So when it comes to relieving stress, more giggles and belly laughs are just what the doctor ordered. So whether you're guffawing at a sitcom on TV or quietly giggling at a newspaper cartoon or laughing um, at some of my funny stories at the beginning of my podcast, it does your body good. Laughter is a great form of stress relief. It's a, um, if you have a good sense of humor, And, um, you know, we say it can't cure all ailments, but data is mounting about the positive things that laughter can do. I love psychology, and in psychology today, they say a hearty chuckle releases endorphins, feel-good neurotransmitters that have an effect similar to narcotics, and endorphins are a part of of the reason for laughing, um, because it, it actually is contagious and endorphins are a part of the reason for that contagious laughter that when I'm laughing, somebody else starts laughing and they're not even sure why I'm laughing, that kind of thing. Well, laughter also has many health benefits like increasing blood flow and improving mental and physical resilience. A good laugh has immediate effects. When you start to laugh, it doesn't just lighten your load mentally. It actually induces positive physical changes in your body. And that's what I'm talking about, those endorphins. So laughter enhances your intake of oxygen-rich air. It also stimulates your heart, lungs, and muscles, and increases those endorphins and they're released in your brain. So let me ask you this. Have you ever laughed so hard that you cried? I'm sure you're nodding your head right now saying yes. Or have you ever burst out laughing and peed yourself a little? Have you ever laughed so hard that you physically could not stop yourself? Like maybe at a board meeting or the worst possible times, I suppose, on air or a fancy dinner party or gala. That's because your body is responding to those chemicals being released. So laughter can soothe tension. It can stimulate circulation and aid muscle relaxation, both of which can help reduce some of the physical symptoms of stress. And since we're talking about worry, I can't you know, talk about worry without actually bringing up stress, but we're talking about ways to fight that worry or the stress or the cortisol hormones. And a rollicking good laughter actually fires up and then cools down your stress response. 
So remember when I talked about completing the stress response cycle a few podcasts ago? Of course you do. It can release um, in those endorphins and it actually increases and decreases that heart rate and blood pressure. And the result is a good, relaxed feeling. It's just good for you. So don't be a sourpuss. Don't, you know, like Bobby says, frown and bring everybody down. And information and collaboration, that's what I'm all about here. Inspiration and um, letting my, you know, podcast inform you and inspire you. That's what I'm all about. So maybe learning a little bit more about the physical body and our mental and emotional health, it really works together if you understand them. So that's what I want to inform and inspire you about right now. So a merry heart does good like a medicine, it says in Proverbs 17, 22, because it is medicine, that is. God created us that way. We are amazing and complex. And if you attend one of my, uh, the seminars that I do, it's a six-week seminar, but uh, it's Your Health, His Way, then you're going to see this even more clearly because science and creation actually go hand in hand. It's not one or the other. Anyone who says that it doesn't is lying to you or totally ignorant. Sorry, I promised that I would give you my opinion, and that is my opinion. So your body actually has an ability, science has proven, to make its own medicine. So another course that I offer is called Body Systems. And in that course, I provide information and inspiration to help you to understand and improve and maintain the health of all your body systems. And of course, I'm known for my work in the endocrinology field. I'm not a physician, but endocrinology is a pretty big, 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 big word. And there's lots that goes into that system. The endocrine system is also known as the hormone system, and it's made up of many glands, large and small, from the brain to the reproductive organs, including the thyroid, endothelium, pancreas, and adrenal glands. So I'm going to be more specific, and I know that um, this might be a little more science than what I'm usually sharing, but I want to make sure that you really understand and comprehend this, because the endocrine system consists of glands that are located throughout your body, and the hormones that are made by those glands and released into the bloodstream or in the fluid surrounding cells are in the receptors as well um, in those various organs and tissues is recognized and it responds to the hormones. So there's a lot going on in those organs and tissues and those hormones that are creating that response throughout our body. It's a really complicated system, but it would be nothing without the largest and most important part, which is the information highway known as the endothelium. So when we take a look at this in, in, um, the body systems course, we really can see how amazing this gift is to your entire body from head to toe. So hormones can be called mood meds, actually, at least the ones I'm going to talk about today. Our body's greatest personal happiness medication, or those mood meds, are available for free in just the right dosage with no prescription, and they're pretty much 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you've got them with you. So feeding our happy 
happiness hormones is easier than you might think and probably a lot more fun too. So when I start talking about hormones, a lot of men start to tune me out and um, reach for the off button thinking the topic is um, the women uh, side of the hormones of the world. But that's not what I'm talking about today. There are many chemicals that are racing through our bodies, uh, both male and female. So keeping those hormones happy is what we're talking about today. It should be a priority really for all of us as human beings. Endorphins are a symphony of tiny neurochemicals, peptides, actually responsible for mood, attitude, and even behaviors, positive or negative. And those um, powerful chemicals are produced by the central nervous system and the pituitary gland. So now don't turn me off. I'm just trying to impress you a little bit with my knowledge of the system. Um, but we'll get to the practical good stuff here in a minute after I'm sure that, you know, you realize that I know my stuff. I know things. So one more thing that I know on the topic is the word endorphin actually comes from two words. Uh, and they are endogenous and morphine. So endogenous means from within the body, and morphine, which is an opiate, plain uh, pain reliever. So now why is this important? Because the pharmaceutical companies actually create these chemicals synthetically in a science lab, but our bodies can make them naturally. Endorphins got their name because they are natural pain relievers for the body. They act like, you know, they act on those opiate receptors. Remember I used the, the term receptors um, of our brains to enhance pleasure and reduce pain. And when they're in balance, this results in feeling of well-being and calm and, um, and you know, just being happy since we're talking about happiness. So the healthy, balanced endocrine system actually supplies these chemicals, endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, melatonin, um, oxytocin, and of course, cortisol. Cortisol has some good benefits to it. We're not going to get to much of that today, but maybe in, um, next time you're going to take one of my, my body systems classes and you can get into the details of all of those. But there are many situations, whether they are internal or external, that can trigger the firing or, in some cases, misfiring of these neurotransmitters. But instead of simply being a passenger in the seat on the wild ride, there are actually ways that you can intentionally drive the flow in a healthy direction. So being in a positive state of mind has significant impact on our motivation, our productivity, our creativity, our thoughts, and of course that overall well-being. So there's some simple quote-unquote meds that can boost your positive neurochemicals. And I want to help you with that because there are things that we can actually do to help our bodies get along and for our body and brain to get along, I should say. So dopamine actually is one of them I love to talk about because dopamine loves a good plan and planning and um, reaching for a goal. That's what it's all about. It uses It loves to use all of your senses and 
I always say with dopamine, you don't want to just make it an event. You, it becomes a total body experience. Dopamine motivates us to take action towards our goals, and it gives us a surge of reinforcing pleasure when achieving them. It's like the win. It's the cross of the finish line. Um, and dopamine can actually see a finish line, whether it's visual or not, because it's just in us, and we know where we're headed. And dopamine loves to celebrate what I've called your to-done list. Remember, we all have a bunch of to-dos on our to-do list, but we need to celebrate what we get done. And so I call that your to-done list. And procrastination, self-doubt, lack of enthusiasm, all of those things are linked with low levels of dopamine. So studies show that low levels of dopamine always um, opt. We opt we start opting or opt for um, easier solutions or easier options that are available, settling for less than uh, reward or, or pleasure. So that's a sign of low dopamine. Higher dopamine levels actually exert more effort um, that's needed to receive more of the reward or more of the pleasure. We enjoy certain things, and so there's a lot of dopamine um, to be learned, actually, about dopamine. But breaking uh, down big goals into smaller pieces is one of the things that helps us to develop more dopamine. Instead of waiting for that big finish line, crossing the big finish line or something like that, that, um, allowing your brain to celebrate the smaller wins along the way and creating kind of a series of little finish lines is what I'm talking about here for frequent dopamine release. So it's smaller um, portions of that and breaking down those big goals really increases more dopamine response. And it's crucial to actually celebrate, remember that celebration, to do something healthy for yourself, um, a massage, a new Skechers shoes or journal or, you know, whatever um, is a reward for you to help you along the way to meet those goals. And as an employer or a leader, if you're listening to me, recognizing the accomplishments of your key people and rewarding the team, those kind of things, sending your team uh, an encouraging email or giving small gifts or even a big, big bonus is a dopamine hit for people who um, need that extra uh, boost. And so it can increase future motivation and productivity as well. And um, definitely not that you're doing it or uh, for that reason, but definitely um, it would encourage both of you because even the giving and the receiving um, gets a nice dopamine hit. Okay, the next is serotonin. And serotonin flows when you feel significant or important. And again, it goes a little bit with dopamine, but it's a little bit um, different in its uh, expression. And um, community is one of those things that is a real strong uh, serotonin release. It's that feeling of belonging and being needed, being chosen, wanted, uh, and connected. It's really more about connection, um, emotional connection. And it's kind of why people fall into gangs or criminal activity in some way, even though it's uh, unhealthy attention-seeking, um, somewhat 
trying to meet that need. It's a, that unhealthy attention-seeking behavior could be a cry for what serotonin provides. Like in crime family is still family. So it's kind of a way that they found a way to connect in a negative way instead of a positive way. But serotonin can really benefit us in a lot of different ways. It is an antidepressant, and um, most antidepressants that are made in those chemistry labs that I was talking about focus on the production of serotonin because loneliness and depression are present when serotonin is absent. So a way to boost that serotonin level might be to positive reflection reflecting on something amazing in your life or someone amazing in your life or a past experience like giving birth or family reunion or your marriage day or the first day you said I love you or any of those things, allowing your brain to kind of relive that experience will increase serotonin levels. And your brain has trouble telling the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So it can produce serotonin in either case. So it doesn't have to be even true. It's a part of that connection that we can create um, as well. And then gratitude is another way to create a little bit more serotonin. Um, gratitude practices are popular for this reason, and they are certainly reminders and, um, you know, those mental pictures of all the good things that you've experienced, the good emotion that came from that. Uh, so if you need a serotonin boost during a stressful day especially, take a few moments to reflect on your past achievements and victories and connections. Mostly it's those connections. And also sun does a lot of good for serotonin too. So have lunch or uh, coffee or tea or take a walk or sit in the sun for about 20 minutes. Your skin absorbs um, those UV rays and that promotes vitamin D and serotonin production. The next one's a fun one to talk about, oxytocin. Oxytocin is the love hormone or the cuddle hormone. Um, it's actually, it release of oxytocin creates intimacy and trust and strengthens our relationships. It's released by men and women during orgasm, um, by mothers during childbirth or breastfeeding. Also animals that um, ha have a lower oxytocin can reject their offspring when the release of oxytocin is blocked or is low. And oxytocin is the glue that actually binds healthy relationships together. Often referred to, like I said, as the cuddle hormone, a simple way to keep oxytocin flowing is to keep um, strong love connection. <laughs> and, um, and even a hug, very low oxytocin during COVID lockdowns. And that was the reason why we had so much more stress levels. Uh, cortisol levels were so high and higher levels of depression and anxiety and sleeplessness as well. Um, because there was less touch and less hugs and handshakes and, you know, um, and time together. So and for some people, there were a lot more time together, I guess I should say. Um, and then the recommended dosage is actually eight hugs a day. So I don't know about you, but um, I'm a little short on hugs today. I might need to go home and get one or two. 
Um, and then another thing is the interpersonal touch of a hug. Um, hand holding not only actually re- raises oxytocin, it releases um, your um, feel good hormones, but it also reduces cardiovascular stress and improves the function of your immune system. And right now, I think that's a pretty important thing. So the immune system, keeping that baby strong right now is a good idea. And giving someone a gift uh, is another way. It also causes their oxytocin levels to rise. And you can strengthen work and personal relationships through a simple birthday gift or an anniversary gift or just because. And uh, I love the just because gifts. And then the last one in that category is simple acts of kindness. It really creates a helper's high when you're just doing something for someone. It just makes you feel good. And yes, it makes them feel good and connected. It might raise their serotonin and maybe raise their oxytocin as well. All right. So then then another one is um, in that category, the endorphins. It's a big big important piece of this puzzle. So endorphins are released in response to pain or stress, and it can help alleviate anxiety. So it's a real important part of fighting uh, the anti-hormones or the um, anti-helpful hormones, I guess, or the stress release hormone of cortisol. And it's like morphine, actually. It acts as an analgesic. and uh, sedative, or um, and it really helps diminish your perception of pain. It's just one of those things. It might not change the physical aspect of pain, but it, it changes the um, the actual expression of that pain and kind of masks it a little bit so that it's less um, painful. <laughs> when you make pain less painful. Another thing about endorphins is exercise. Super important to your body and your brain and that release of those feel-good hormones. So um, that surging second wind that you might get or the euphoric higher um, runner's high that we hear about when running and um, releasing those endorphins. Another thing about that is the aromatherapies. And now I get migraines, fairly um, significant migraines around certain fragrances. And so I could never do this. But the uh, aromatherapies, uh, they say the smell of vanilla and lavender have been linked to the production of endorphins. And then, of course, studies have shown that dark chocolate (laughs) and spicy foods also cause your brain to release endorphins. And some of the um, scented oils and dark chocolate, um, being able to have dark chocolate at your desk um, can be just a little boost of endorphin um, release as well. And dark chocolate, it really should be 72% or higher cacao. So um, be sure that you're not just eating milk chocolate because that is not the same. And then laughter, since we talked about that earlier, is one of the easiest ways actually to induce endorphin release. Even the anticipation or expectation of laughter, like if you're making plans to go to a comedy show or um, time with some really fun friends or those kind of things increase those levels of endorphins. So even just thinking about it and planning um, something that you know is going to be a lot of fun will release those endorphins. My husband and I have a lot of plans um, that we keep making in our heads for our 50th anniversary in the coming year. So um, lots of endorphin releasing around our dreams uh, that we hope will come true. And just, you know, keeping your sense of humor, that's what this is all about. 
um, telling yourself those funny stories or, or the, seeing those memes or watch those baby goats or whatever um, those kind of things are that just make you feel good and find things to laugh about during the day. I think we live such a serious life, and so I try to avoid as many of the um, news, uh, sad news, and just be good news. And and if you don't have, you know, somebody in your life sharing good news, then be that somebody for somebody else. Be the good news. So the bottom line here is make your own dope. Um, you know, you can create your own happiness with dopamine and oxytocin and serotonin and these endorphins that we're talking about today. And I love the word happy. You know, just being happy. My um, granddaughter Regan got me a a birthday card for my 60th and it is um, the Despicable Me Too and it just the word happy is on it and you'll see it in the pictures if you um, listen to the podcast that's usually a picture connected to it. And that's the picture I chose today because it just makes me happy to see the word happy and the song happy. Pharrell Williams is the author of the song happy and it's the theme for a contagiously happy person. You don't even need to be singing it, just living it, just being a happy person. Don't we all like being around someone who's happy? Um, The song says what I've been trying to tell you this entire podcast is that happiness is a choice. Even though bad news, talking this and that and some of the other things, nothing's going to bring me down. Um, I love that lyrics that um, do, do you know what happiness is to you? Because it does mean different things to different people. But um, I love his saying, I'll be just fine. You can't bring me down. Nothing's going to bring me down. So happy actually is the eighth highest selling single of all time in the country. And it's the most downloaded song of all time in UK. And it's the most successful song of 2014 worldwide. Why? Because people want to be happy. And the song makes us, well, happy. The upbeat music, the memorable lyrics, the clapping hand energy, It's what makes this song so powerful. Music has the potential to bring us up when we're down and bring us down um, even further down when we're down. So we can, it can make us cry over a memory or feel puzzled over a lyric that might not make sense. Um, if you've listened to any of the sixties music and, um, increase, it actually can increase anger and division, make you divisive and angry. It can empower workouts. I love my workouts with my music up really loud. And it also can enhance romantic feelings as well as turn even a non-dancer into a dancer. So those endorphins that release. And then another thing I love to talk about is, I don't know if you've ever watched, um, the early season of Grey's Anatomy offered me a, a saying that I've used in my life and maybe um, it help, it'll help you and it certainly helped a lot of my clients as well. When one of the close friends was facing a particularly difficult situation or a sad time or something um, that they were discouraged about or down and the other friend would get in their face and say, let's dance it out. So dancing may not be your thing, but it always seems to work um, for me, and it definitely worked for them. It made them laugh or at least uh, forget about their troubles for a, a while. And that's really what it's all about. So when you start thinking about how 
much happiness you want in your life. You can control a lot of this. So in my closing thoughts today, I just want to say the feelings of happiness often seem connected to life situations or life satisfaction. And I call that situational happiness. Um, And that situational happiness will buy you a ticket on a roller coaster of up and down um, or feast or famine when it comes to happiness. And so don't let uh, the situations dictate your life. You be in charge. You're the CEO of your life. So life is full of ups and downs and some, you know, days you're the pigeon and some days you're the statue, remember? And situations and circumstances have the potential to run away with our happiness sometimes if we let it. Remember, you have that choice to give it away or to allow and little thieves bring little annoyances and, and sometimes diabolical criminals can steal valuable happiness and seemingly irreplaceable emotions even. Remember, crap happens. And, you know, as a two-time cancer survivor, I'm well aware of this and have lived to tell and write about it in a lot of the things that I've done. And my saying back then, 20 four years ago was you only fall off a bicycle when you stop pedaling. And I just refuse to stop pedaling. That's why I say I want to live long and strong with passion and purpose and die of old age. And um, you, you, those things are, are goals for me. That is a release of dopamine. But like Pharrell says, happiness is a choice. So if you need some happiness in your life, you need some happy in your life or find you're happy, then join the more than 25 million people who who have streamed the song Happy by Pharrell Williams. Dance it out if you need to. Whatever it is, it will pass. And you'll be happy uh, again soon, even if there's something that's not as maybe taken your happiness. But listen to the 4.7 minutes of the song and just dance around your living room. Here, let me help you out a little bit. Hopefully you're clapping and dancing, because I'm here in the studio clapping and dancing, and my producers are laughing at me. But dopamine is all about achievement, so just really give yourself a big hug so that you grab some serotonin and some oxytocin for yourself, and celebrate your to-done list today, and just be a little less damning and a little more celebration. And I'm celebrating right now because I've finished this podcast. Well, you've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. For information about our corporate wellness programs, virtual classes, or our individual coaching programs, go to wholefoodhealthcoach.com. Our coaching is available virtually anywhere in the country. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next week live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life.